Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. The Just Because deal. Hey, oh, what's this? Breakfast from Mickey D's. From me? Yep. Why? Because it's morning and you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot. There's a deal for every act of kindness at McDonald's. The steak, egg, and cheese bagel is back at McDonald's. Order ahead on the app and pick up curbside. Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required. Everybody, here we go. It's that time again. Matt Connerton unleashed, and we are live from the studios of WMNH 95.3 FM in glorious downtown Manchester, New Hampshire. Also on Comcast 97 if you're in Manchester. And hello to all of our online listeners from across the nation and around the globe. You can go to my website, mattconnerton.com, for all of your live streaming options, social media links, contact info, show archives, et cetera, et cetera. I know it's actually et cetera, but sometimes I hear people say et cetera. I thought I'd try it out. I've tried it. I don't like it. I'm just going to say et cetera. It's, uh, you know, I'm all for economy of language, but uh, condensing syllables, it just sounds wrong somehow. Anyway, it is a glorious day, by the way. It's very bright and sunny out, and it's supposed to get very warm uh, as the week progresses. It's almost spring, and you might be saying, no, it's not. But in my mind, it is, because as I've mentioned on the show before, uh, and my dad left me a voicemail today, and he reminded me of this. Um, My dad, you know, growing up, he always said he likes to think of winter as really only being two months long, January and February. His logic being most of December is technically still fall, and you don't usually get to the really harsh weather until January anyway. So then you have January and February to contend with, and usually by the time you get to March... Yeah, you know, sometimes it uh, sometimes it's still wintry, but uh, sometimes it starts to warm up right away, you know, in very early March. So there was that one year we had, though, a number of years ago, actually not that many years ago, maybe four years ago, where um, I remember, well, it was the winter after the winter that winter didn't show up. <laughs> because you, you might remember there was one year, it was like five or six years ago, where it was the easiest winter ever here in New Hampshire. Like, it barely snowed, and it didn't even get that cold. And that was the same year that we, have, we had a, a big blizzard, I think on Halloween, and everyone was like, oh, no, winter's starting already. But then winter itself never actually showed up. It was amazing. So the winter after that, 
another very easy winter, not quite as easy, but it seemed really easy. And I remember on February 28th of that year thinking, well, here we are, end of February, another really easy winter. Not as easy as last year, but still pretty easy as I'm walking around in a T-shirt outside, no jacket, you know. The very next day, March 1st, winter finally showed up. And for the entire month of March, we were just, it was like old man winter was just kicking us in the groin over and over and over again. It was like we got the entire winter condensed into the month of March that year. So you never know. Sometimes March can go horribly, horribly wrong, but not usually. Usually once you get to March 1st, you know, you're, you're easing into spring and sometimes you're barreling into spring. And with climate change, uh, I think there's more barreling and less easing than there used to be, which is bad. See, in the short term, I like it because I like when we have an early spring. But in the long term, I wonder what that means, uh, you know, in, in terms of the future of the planet. Um, but anyway, the point being, so my dad has always said March 1st is the first day of spring. So I say that, too. So and today is the 15th of February. So spring is only two weeks away in my mind. Actually, a little less than two weeks because uh, February is a short month. So. So it's almost spring. I declare it almost spring. You can join me in that, or you can be stubborn about it and adhere to the calendar, but I suggest you join me. I mean, it's not like if there's enough of us who believe it, it comes true, but but maybe it does. You know, we put the energy out into the universe. I don't know. I don't know how these things work, but anyway, that's what I'm going with. And today, it's not that warm today. Actually, it's rather cold, but the sun's out, but I think it's supposed to hit maybe 60 degrees here in New Hampshire before the week is out. So that will be lovely. Again, it'll be lovely that day. Uh, the long-term implications of it aren't necessarily great, but that day, let's enjoy it. Let's enjoy it while we have it. Because someday, you know, we won't be able to grow food anymore and it'll be too hot. And I don't mean to get uh, morose. I'm sorry. Trying to keep it positive. But... Uh, uh, if you've been following me on social media, I've been I've been struggling a little bit with that lately, uh, which brings me to a programming note uh, tomorrow on the show, uh, all the way from the UK, our friend Alex Whiteley will be Skyping in. Uh, Alex has been on the show uh, multiple times in the past uh, couple of years uh, since we met him, but it's been a while, actually. It's been it, it's been uh, several months uh, since we've talked to Alex, but uh, he wants to. Um, you know, he struggles with his mental health, as as many of us do. This is not a, a unique uh, problem. And winter is is difficult for, for many of us. Um, you know, and here in the Northeast, we don't get uh, we don't get enough sunshine, uh, enough sunlight in the winter. And uh, and we, we really depend on that uh, to keep our moods uh, bright and sprightly. So. Um, so it's you know, it's it's a struggle. And I, I you know. I don't. I don't want to bring it onto the show necessarily. Uh, I, I talk about it on Facebook, but um, but I, I've been. Uh, it, it, this has been a tough one for me. Uh, this particular winter has been really hard. So Alex uh, saw my post, and you know he struggles with these same issues. And you know he he um, he messaged me and and made a comment about how it seems like. And I've always thought this too. It seems like creative people are more vulnerable. Uh, to depression just generally. And I, I think that's true. And and so, you know, he, he relates. Um, so he's going to Skype in tomorrow uh, at 4.30 p. Eastern time here on the program. And I, I really look forward to talking with Alex. And he's very involved in podcasting. And, and uh, I believe he's on terrestrial radio where he is 
also in the UK. He's he's a busy guy. He's got a lot going on, and I'm really looking forward to speaking with him. So, so that will be uh, tomorrow on the program. Uh, 603-250-6007 is a number if you'd like to call in. 603-250-6007. You can also text me at 617-917-4476. Tweet me at Matt Connerton or send an email to Matt at MattConnerton.com. And, of course, you can always interact and opine in the Facebook live chat. But the best thing to do so that we can hear and enjoy your dulcet tones is to give us a call at 603-250-6007. Got some very um, interesting and remarkable feedback on yesterday's show, by the way. And I'm going to share a couple of uh, bits of that with you momentarily. Uh, One other thing, as long as we're talking about program notes, uh, just to uh, get the elephant out of the room uh, about this particular thing, because a couple people were asking me, uh, you may have noticed I did not, uh, (laughs) I did not open the show uh, with what had become my usual, hey, it's Tuesday, and you know what that means. Mike Sutterth will be here in the second hour for his weekly Tweakonomics segment. Uh, that is uh, that is no more. Um, so, and and I know uh, people enjoyed the uh, the segment. I enjoyed it. Uh, I I thought it was great. But um, but uh, we're gonna have to uh, let that go for now. Um, uh, I heard from uh, Mike on the Facebook on Sunday. He messaged me. And uh, he apologized for uh, the last couple of weeks. Uh, basically, he, you know, he had done what we call in uh, in the working in in the, in the corporate world. Uh, you know, when I was a, a store manager of a retail chain, um, you know, we used to call it a just call it a no call no show when someone doesn't show up and they don't bother to tell you they're not going to be there. Um, so he, he messaged me on Sunday and he apologized about the last couple of weeks and, and the lack of communication. And, you know, just so everyone's clear, uh, I absolutely, I, I fully accept his apology. Um, I'm not a big one. I mean, I was, I was pretty annoyed last Tuesday. I don't know if you could, you could tell, but, um, (laughs) but, uh, I, I do accept his apology, um, you know, I'm, I'm not a big one for grudges, and I do consider him a friend. And he did say, you know, and I, I don't think he was trying to make excuses, I, but he, I think he felt like he owed me something of an explanation. He did say in his message to me that um, he'd been, uh, he was he was vague about what's been going on. And even if he wasn't vague, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, wouldn't say what he told me if, if he had been specific about it. Of course, I'm not going to come on the air and, and blab his uh, business um, but, uh, but he, he, he was kind of vague about what had been going on, but it, uh, I did get the impression, uh, that he's been dealing with something pretty heavy and I, I kind of, you know, uh, it, it may be, I mean, I'll say this much, it, it may be that, that he's also, uh, struggling with depression as a creative person, as a musician, it's very common with, uh, with us. Um, and, and again, in the Northeast, you know, where we are, it's, it's, the most common in this part of the country because of the lack of sunlight in the winter, et cetera. So um, it, it may be that, or it might be something else, or it might be a confluence of things. And I have theories based on what he said. He didn't get into specifics. He was vague about it, but you know, so I understand that. And if it's, you know, if it's mental health, again, as someone who struggles with depression myself, um, I can certainly sympathize and empathize with that. So, um, I'm not upset with him at all. Um, and, uh, and I did tell him 
you know, that um, in the future, uh, if he would like to come on as a guest, you know, if he wants to come in and, and speak about something uh, specific or promote uh, a show, you know, he's a musician, he plays a lot of shows. If he wants to come on and promote something or, or talk about something or, or just come in and be a part of whatever we're doing that day, he's always welcome to. So the door is open to him in that way. Um, the only thing I did tell him, however, is, um, you know, I, we're going to have to leave Tweakonomics, uh, his segment in the rearview mirror for now, certainly. And I, he probably had kind of assumed that anyway, but I wanted to make it clear to him how I felt about it just because I didn't want there to be any misunderstanding. And then he shows up today thinking he's going to do his segment (laughs) because, and again, I'm not upset with him. I fully accept his apology. And I am uh, sympathetic to whatever it is that he's going through. Like I said, it sounds like it's something pretty heavy. However, having said all that, just practically and pragmatically, I am trying to do a professional radio show here. And unfortunately, whatever it is that Mike is uh, dealing with, it, it seems to have somehow robbed him of his ability or any inclination to let me know when he's not going to make it for a segment. And so that happened two weeks in a row, a no call, no show. So, um, and that is, uh, that had not been an issue prior to that. So I can't, I can't run a show that way. Um, not being here is fine. It's the not telling me you're not going to be here. That is a problem (laughs) because then, you know, I can't be opening. It's embarrassing, right? I can't be opening my show saying, hey, you know, it's Tuesday coming up in the second hour, blah, blah, blah. And then it just doesn't happen. And I'm kind of, you know, I'm sitting here with my D in my hand. That's an old expression. Um, Cleaned up for uh, radio, of course. Uh, But, and granted, you know, the show is constructed in a way where it doesn't actually leave me in a lurch. I can pivot. You know, it's a political talk show. There's always a million things to talk about. So it's not that, but it does show a certain lack of respect. And uh, to me and uh, to the audience, frankly, um, which again, he's apologized for, and I accept his apology. So I'm not, I'm not mad at him, but I, I did tell him, I said, I can't do a weekly segment with you because prior to that, Rocky says, what does D in your hand mean? You know, <laughs> he left me sitting here with my D in my hand. You know what it means. So, um, you know, because prior to that, he had always communication had never been an issue. Um, you know, if, if there was a, a scheduling problem, if, if Tuesday wasn't going to work for him, if he wanted to come in another day on a particular week, you know, he would just message me and say, Hey, uh, I've got something going on Tuesday this week. Can I come in Wednesday? Can I come in Friday? You know, and I'm, I'm flexible, you know, sure, whatever. Or, you know, there was one week where I remember he, um, he had had a COVID exposure and he didn't have his, his test back yet. He had been tested, but it wasn't a rapid test. He was waiting for a result. So he messaged me, he said, Hey, look, I don't have any symptoms. I think I'm fine, but I did have an exposure. So I don't think I should come in uh, until I get my test back. And and I said, great, thank you for letting me know. No problem. So that had never been an issue up until uh, two weeks ago. Um, you know, because I'm flexible, just, just let me know. Just let me know so I don't open my show. You know, I would be fine if even even if five minutes before he was supposed to be here, he had messaged me and said, hey, Matt, something's up. I'm so sorry. I'm not going to make it in. Fine. I would have no problem with that because at least I can then convey that to the audience and say, oh, uh, Mike Sutterth, he's not going to be here. Uh, something's uh, come up. Uh, I, I hope everything works out, but he just let me know he's not going to make it, so we'll do something else. I, 
fine. Just, but last couple of weeks, he wasn't able to do that for whatever reason. Um, uh, two weeks ago, he, he just, you know, no call, no show, just didn't show up, which worried me because that was so unlike him. He had always been excellent about communicating. So as soon as I got off the air, I messaged him on Facebook. I said, are you okay? I thought maybe something had happened to him. I didn't know what was going on. And, um, he said that, you know, he, he slept through the show. He apologized, but he's been sick. Um, he said he tested negative though for COVID that afternoon, which did strike me as a little odd. It's like you tested negative this afternoon. I'm thinking, okay, so it must've been a rapid test and you were conscious obviously to be tested this afternoon. So while you were conscious, you couldn't message me and just say, Hey Matt, I'm not going to be in. I'm sick. You know that. uh, So I thought that was a little weird, but you know, but I just, I just said, okay, well, I'm glad, I'm glad you're, you know, glad you're not dead or something. <laughs> glad you weren't abducted by aliens or eaten by wolves. And, you know, and he was apologetic. And so that's fine. And then he messaged me the next day and he apologized again. And he said, um, I'm starting to feel better. I'm on the mend. Do you want me to come in Friday to do the segment? Or would you rather I wait until next week? And, and do the usual Tuesday. And I said, no, no, don't come in Friday. Wait until next week because COVID or not, whatever it is that you have, it sounds like it's rough. I don't want it. <laughs> you know, I don't want you to bring it in here and give it to me. So no, you stay away with your germs. I'm sure, you know, I assume by next week you won't be contagious anymore with whatever it is, but yeah, no, stay home <laughs> or, or you don't have to stay home, but you can't come here, <laughs> you know? So, and he, he, he agreed to that and said, yeah, no problem. So, so then that was two weeks ago. And then, so last week, um, I assumed he was coming in. That was how we left it. And then a couple of hours before the show, he actually messaged me and said, Hey, are are we still good for me to come in at five o'clock today? And I said, yes, absolutely. And I gave him a thumbs up and he gave me a thumbs up back and was like, okay, so back on track. Well, guess what happens? Nothing doesn't show up. Again, so so this time I did not message him uh, when I got off the air because I I just it, and you might have heard me talking about it the next day I uh, on the show I said I'm just going to assume he's done <laughs> at this point because back when I was a store manager if an employee did that I just always assumed you know if an employee pulled a no call no show um, I I would try to contact them because you know sometimes it's just a misunderstanding. Uh, they thought they were supposed to be in for their shift later than they were scheduled or they got their days wrong or something. There might be some reason for it. Um, and then if I couldn't reach them, right. And then the next day they didn't show up again Two no call, no shows in a row. I would say, okay, clearly this person has quit. And rather than communicate to me that they don't want to work together anymore, they've decided to just stop showing up and wait for me to take the hint. And you might be surprised, depending on what kind of jobs that you've had and whether or not you've been a manager, uh, you might be surprised at how many people do that. I mean, most people will give notice if they're leaving a job or or they'll at least tell you, you know, hey, uh, I can't give you notice because I just got this offer. I have to start tomorrow, but I'm not going to be here tomorrow, just so you know. They'll at least do that. But there is, I don't know, it's more than you'd think. I, I there's, there's a percentage of... I'd say maybe around 25 to 30% of people 
you know, in my experience, who will do it the other way. It's weird. I, I will never understand the psychology of it, but there are people who will do that, who just, when they decide to leave a job, they just stop showing up. And they don't seem to know there's anything wrong with it either. It's really weird because, like, I would have someone do that. Like, you know, they don't show up Monday, and then they don't show up Tuesday. But then on Friday, they just come strolling in duh, 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 to get their check, and they're just, like, like totally casual, like everything's normal, like, like, like they haven't done anything wrong. Hey, Matt, just here to grab my last check. It's like, oh, okay, here you go. <laughs> I guess I won't see you ever again after this now that you have your check, but... It's really weird. So that's what I assumed had happened. But, um, you know, so so then finally on, uh, and I didn't hear from him, and I wasn't going to chase him. And then finally on Sunday, that's when he contacted me and apologized. And so we'll see. So maybe in the future, I'm not, like I said, I'm not going to chase him, but uh, I'll let him take the initiative. Maybe in the future I'll hear from him, and he'll say, hey, Matt, sorry again, but I've got I've got everything together and I'm ready to come back. If, if you'll have me, I'd like to resume my segment, and uh, I would certainly consider that, um, you know, whenever that may be. But, but for now, uh, we, uh, we shan't be continuing that segment. So, so there you go. Uh, but I figured I owed the audience an explanation, and uh, we have a call. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Hey, it's uh, Easy G. Easy G. How are you, my friend? I was planning on coming in today, but when I saw the long-range forecast that super cold, that's when I used the old famous Brady Bunch thing. Something suddenly came up. It was the cold weather. <laughs> oh. Okay. I wanted to alert you. Hey, it's funny you bring up Mike. I wasn't going to bring it up, but the uh, I reached out to him on Facebook Messenger, and I said, hey, uh, well, you know, uh, very nicely. I said, well, you know, I haven't heard of you on the radio lately. And I, 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 he didn't really get into it. And he said, I said, please. I said, uh, Call up Matt because he's kind of concerned with you know, what's going on. So I'm glad he reached out to you. So, yeah, yeah. Sunday he uh, <laughs> Sunday Excellent. he finally uh, messaged me. So, but we, like, all, we all get under the weather sometimes, and yeah, like, all that fun stuff. Like, God knows I've had yeah. plenty of health issues over the years. So, yeah, no, like I said, I, I so appreciate. I'm glad he's on. I'm glad I, he's on the rebound. Whatever is going yeah. on with him. So, no, I like I said, I so appreciate his apology, and I hold so no, I I, I no I grudges. Would, uh, and thank you. Tell you that, and that's my story. And I'm sticking to it. All right, Eric. Bye bye. All right, bye bye. <laughs> so, yeah, no, whatever he's whatever it is he's going through, I I hope he gets it worked out, and I do hope he can come back uh, uh, sometime in the future and. Uh, and get the uh, get the segment going again. But for now, you know, like I said, I'm not going to be in a position where I'm sitting here on Tuesday opening the show and talking about something that ends up not happening, and then I look foolish. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, thank you. <laughs> yeah, that was so weird. Last Tuesday, I was pretty annoyed. Because like I said, he messaged me before the show and was like, hey, we're good to go, right? Yep. And then he just, nope. <laughs> but... Uh, no, but I hope he's I hope he's okay. Like I said, I have some suspicions about what's going on with him and uh you know, I'm sure he'll get through it. And and he's he's a good guy. I consider him a friend and he's very talented and uh like I said, I I hope he uh, I hope he gets everything worked out. Uh 603-250-6007 is the number to call. 603-250-6007. You can also text me at 617-917-4476. Tweet me at Matt Connerton or send an email to matt at mattconnerton.com. I do want to say hello to everybody in the Facebook live chat. Uh, Rocky Huber joins us. Says, what's up, everyone? Mel McMell uh, answers, the sky. Wayne Noel from the great state of Michigan joins us and says, uh, looking awfully lonely there, Matt. Good afternoon, all. I'm okay. I'm okay. 
I I think although I did receive a, a Facebook message from someone who I think might uh, might be popping in, but we'll we'll see. Oh. Okay, come can I come in? Yes. <laughs> I'll just tell you, it's the people's mayor, Glenn R. J. Willette. He wants to uh he wants to come in. Um, you're always welcome, Glenn. Uh Jenny is in the Facebook live chat and says, Shalom. Um DJ Midas joins us in the Facebook live chat and says, Good afternoon, fam. Midas, of course, the host of Late Night Delight, which you can hear every Saturday night from 12 midnight all the way to 4 a.m. with a replay on Sunday. Midas recently uh, celebrating five years here at WMNH. I will be celebrating five years on April 4th. Is that a, uh, I got to look at the calendar. Will I be, uh, is that a show day? It is. Yes, that is a Monday. Excellent. Excellent. April 1st is a Friday. Hmm. Maybe I'll do something for April 1st this year, for April Fool's Day. You know, a couple of years. Three years ago, I did the uh, smooth jazz experience. Was that three years ago or two years ago? Last year, I had something in mind, and I decided at the last minute not to do it. Uh, Chris Rose joins us from the Commonwealth of Massachusetts and says, good afternoon. Uh, Crystal joins us from the great state of Illinois. And no, you do not pronounce the S. Uh, she's in the chat and says, I think the pandemic is playing a role with people's mental health. We have all been through a lot. Oh, absolutely. 100% agree. Uh, she says, I agree on creative people being more susceptible to having mental health issues because they tend to also be more in tune with their surroundings, including people. So they are more empathic. They feel others pain more than most people. I think that's uh, true, Crystal. I think that's an excellent insight. Um, yeah, Rocky is in there uh, speculating what I mean by D. Well, here's a hint, uh, Rocky. It's it's uh, short for a word I can't really say here. <laughs> uh, Midas says, sitting with my, quote, dignity in my hands. Well, it's not, not dignity, but uh, you're getting there. Uh, Mel McMell says, dentures. Uh, no, I don't have dentures. I... I, my friends, this is a good opportunity to remind you all, not that I'm bragging, but I have perfect teeth. I have never even had a cavity. That is a fact. Eric Street says, D for deck of cards. They could play poker. Nope. 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 Midas says, dock it. Mel says, dinner. Nope. Nope. Uh... <laughs> Let's see. Crystal says dragons. They tend to get testy when they aren't uh, getting any attention. Nope, nope, nope. Rocky says dominoes. Nope, nope, nope. Uh, Eric Street says, you know, referring to what I was talking about, about, about people who do the uh, no call, no show. Uh, Eric Street says lots of no call, no shows back at Harvest Market. Just ask Ed Murphy. <laughs> yeah, like I said, a lot of people, that's how they quit. They just stop showing up. It's weird. It's very weird. Dirk Don is in the Facebook live chat. Dirk, by the way, I'm going to play that song you suggested. I'm going to play that at the top of the show today. Uh, Dirk says, Easy G will do Tweakonomics. Uh, I don't know about that, Dirk. We can't get, even get Easy G to do an entertainment report anymore. Although I'd love for Easy G to do Tweakonomics. That would be great. Rocky says, I think Easy should come out of retirement and take over the economic side of the show. Yes, well, that's that's two votes for uh, Easy G to take over uh, Tweakonomics. Um, 
Pauly C joins us in the Facebook live chat. Uh, both he and Mel McMell are commenting on Eric's conversational skills. <laughs> Paul says, your teeth are like crocus songs. <laughs> That's a little inside. Uh, you might know the reference if you are a listener of Retro Spectrum Radio with Paul E.C., which, of course, you can hear Friday nights from 7.30 to 10 p.m. right here at WMNH 95.3. I'm one of Paul's co-hosts on that show, along with our friends Dan Randlett and DJ Steve. And we were talking one night about the song Screaming in the Night by Crocus, and I was commenting that that is a perfect song. There is nothing you could do to that song to improve it. It is perfect exactly the way it is. And I feel that's a rare thing. The Just Because deal. Hey, oh, what's this? Breakfast from Mickey D's. From me? Yep. Why? Because it's morning and you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot. There's a deal for every act of kindness at McDonald's. The steak, egg, and cheese bagel is back at McDonald's. Order ahead on the app and pick up curbside. Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required. Hi, I'm Frank. I don't like change. And I just saw a billboard for this new BJ's Wholesale Club talking about up to 25% off grocery store prices. Oh, really? What's wrong with paying full price, huh? No, sir. I would not join BJ's Wholesale Club. Let's agree to disagree, Frank. Say you do want to sign up to get a $40 digital BJ's gift card. Join the new BJ's Wholesale Club, opening soon in New Albany. Visit BJ's.com slash New Albany or the BJ's Membership Center on North Hamilton Road. Limited time offer, new members only. Because most music I listen to and I think about what I would do to change it to make it even better, even with songs I love. But that song I love and I wouldn't change a thing. 603-250-6007 is the number, 603-250-6007. Um, I want to um, I want to, uh, look at just, you know, we'll just do a few of these. I don't, I don't want to take up too much time with it because we, you know, yesterday we spent really the entire show on the uh, topic. Uh, Richard A. Lawhern, a PhD, also known as Red Lawhern. Uh, his friends call him Red. Uh, he joined us yesterday by Skype. And, um, you know, he is a pain patient, advocate, and activist. And um, he's always very generous with his time when he's on the show. Uh, yesterday, we kept him uh, we, we kept him over an hour. He really only had an hour, but he, he very kindly stayed with us uh, for a little bit longer. And, you know, we learned so much from him. And, you know, his, his approach to this is, um, you know, really fighting against these... I don't know if draconian would quite be the word, but these government regulations that get in the way of, of doctors prescribing pain medication to their patients who legitimately need it. And, you know, you've got these politicians who are always pushing this narrative about the quote unquote opioid crisis or opioid epidemic when it's, it's really uh, a fentanyl crisis uh, as, as Jenny has brought up on the show. But when you call it, when you use this blanket term opioid crisis, what then happens is you have politicians who make laws uh, which either restrict or discourage doctors from pres- from legitimately prescribing uh, pain medications that their pain patients do actually need and depend on um, you know, to be able to function. And, you know, as I said yesterday, you know, two of the women in my life whom I love uh, have had to deal with that. Uh, Jenny, of course, uh, you know, as 
you know, if you're a regular listener, she has chronic pain. And also my mother, uh, who uh, has was in a terrible situation when her doctor had to cut her off. Um, and, you know, she's not an addict. She was on a, a very low dose of methadone so she could do things like, you know, get up and walk around because of her terrible back injury. So, um, but, but it's effective for politicians to push this narrative, this BS about an opioid crisis, and it looks great in their campaign ads and their campaign literature when they say, oh, look at this law that I helped pass. Completely ignoring, of course, the fact that the law that they passed and the policies of the CDC on this um, actually caused people to commit suicide. When you have someone who is suffering and struggling with terrible pain and all of a sudden their doctor says, oh, sorry, I can't prescribe this to you anymore uh, because uh, the government says I can't. Or in some cases, they've misunderstood what the government has said because it gets confusing. Or, you know, you have the government that's now treating these doctors like drug dealers. Um, so then the doctors cut off their patients, not because they want to and not out of any malice, but because they're feeling pressure to. And then uh, you see an uptick in, in uh, suicides among chronic pain sufferers. And politicians don't care. Uh, they exist only to get power and remain in power. So they, uh, so they pass these laws. And uh, you have a complicit and lazy media that goes along with it and helps push that narrative. Uh, you know, and you'll see and hear all the time in mainstream media that phrase, opioid epidemic. And um, there's never any attention paid to the other side of the issue. You know, they just, they, they, use, they use patients as scapegoats and they use doctors as scapegoats. And I mean, if you watch any story on, uh, you know, on any of the, the alphabet news networks on cable or, or even, you know, just reading the New York Times or whatever, uh, some of these stories... They, they make it sound like every chronic pain patient who's on something to help them with their pain is a drug addict, and every doctor who's prescribing is an over-prescribing drug dealer. That's how they paint it. That's the narrative, and it's lazy, and it, because the, the whole subject is far more complex and complicated, and there are millions of people who legitimately need this medication who get cut off, and then they kill themselves. It happens. Um, so, so that's what Red advocates about. You know, it's, it's uh, of course, you want doctors to be, uh, <laughs> you know, you, you want doctors to be uh, diligent and uh, responsible in how they prescribe. But don't take doctors who are prescribing medication. You know, some doctors, that's what they, they specialize in is pain patients. Don't start treating them like drug dealers. I mean, that's what goes on. I mean, it's insane what goes on. But anyway, so that's what Red advocates uh, against and and wants, um, wants some common sense uh, reform here and wants the government to, to uh, you know, stop getting between pain patients and their doctors. So he, he spent uh, the first hour and a little bit of the second hour with us yesterday. It was a great discussion. We had a lot of um, lot of positive feedback and interaction in the Facebook live chat and with calls. But um, we also got some feedback online. So I just want to share a few of these with you. Um, we're, we're not going to, again, we spent most of the show on this yesterday, so we're not going to do that again today. I do want to get to some other things. There's some new developments in uh, 
<laughs> Mel McMell got it in the chat room, by the way. My, you know, I was when somebody doesn't show up and I'm left sitting here with my D in my hand. Yes. Thank you, Mel. I'm glad you I'm glad you know. Um, all right. So I I just want to share a few of these uh that we got in response to yesterday's show. Um let's see. Here's one email that came in today. Uh hi. I got your email from information I follow from uh, Mr. Lawhern, one of the most active supporters of chronic pain patients. I just want to send a quick but heartfelt thank you for providing airtime for the critical issue of discussing the horrible 2016 CDC prescribing guidelines. As a chronic pain patient with incurable, intractable pain, I am horrified at the government's unwarranted intrusion into my medical care. Honestly, in my humble opinion, the national debate regarding, quote, freedom from vaccine mandates is laughable in the face of the CDC's unscientific yet highly successful push far outside the lane of its mission in the name of public health. That such few people with a moneyed agenda were able to accomplish this without any kind of meaningful pushback from the U.S. citizens is just beyond words. I am truly hoping that you will follow up yesterday's program with further discussion of the CDC's long-awaited, yet filled with more unproven data and riddled with conflicts of interest from the same authors, revision of the 2016 guidelines. In my opinion, it has taken them years to disregard not only facts, but thousands of comments from affected individuals to simply republish the very same despicable rules that now become laws. I'm continually horrified the public sits by silently even when they are only one accident or illness away from living with daily untreated pain. These guidelines need to be totally removed and replaced with individual pain care that is unlinked from the overdose crisis. If I haven't addicted or overdosed in 20 years of daily pain medication usage, why am I being, quote, protected from this unlikely event. Thank you very much. Signed, Ellen Ingalls. Ellen, thank you so much for the email. Very well said. A um, couple of other, a uh, couple of other ones I want to look at here. Um, actually, let's save that one for last. Okay. Um, this is a comment someone left on uh, on my website. Uh, this is from Tammy Tier. Uh, she wrote. Uh, Thank you, Red, for your continued advocacy for the chronic pain community. We are all in hope of positive changes in the misguided treatment of patients brought on by the CDC through this revision. I look forward to reading your response after dissecting the entire draft clinical guidelines for prescribed opioids paper before sharing my personal comments on the federal registry uh, at federalregister.gov. Um. And she did include the docket number uh, at the website, uh, 2022-02802, deadline April 11, 2022. So that was uh, Tammy Tier who posted that. Um, Let's look at, we'll look at one more here. Because this one, so we we got a, a call. I, I think this I think this is the same person. We uh, received a call yesterday during our segment with Red from someone who it sounded to me like she said Amba 
which was a name I've never heard before, but I'm always learning new names. And then uh, I think Jenny thought she was saying Amber, but I think it might actually be this person, and we both misunderstood because um, this is uh, from someone named Ambeth. Ambeth, A-M-B-E-T-H, also a name I've never heard, but... So she wrote this, and I, but I think this might be the same person who called in yesterday. Um, what's the one thing you can give away and it will change your whole life? Free will. 17 years ago, when I laid on the bathroom floor screaming in pain, and I was no longer a true person, but instead a helpless woman uh, that had to make hard decisions, like who will raise my kids? Because I certainly can't like this. When I tried all the treatments and they failed, I was sent to a doctor that said he could help. Of course, I did not believe him because in two years, everything just got worse with each invasive treatment. He pulled out a script pad and wrote a script for five milligrams of oxycodone and my husband filled it. He was a wonderful doctor. I took that five milligrams and it worked. The medicine brought my pain level down from 10 plus plus to a livable five. I had some concerns, though, and I had a long talk with him about my concerns. I voiced my worry about what if these pills just quit working or don't work as well as they did as time goes by. He explained to me that that does happen eventually, but it's different for everyone. He said around year 4 to 10, I would probably need to be increased, uh, or I may not. Uh, It would just depend on my disease process and my body. I asked him if this is safe, and he told me, of course it's safe. He explained that he had patients on morphine for 30 years, and they are on very high doses and are alive and doing well. I did the research, and he was correct. So I said to myself, okay, something that lets me be a mom and wife again. I still struggled because a five isn't fun either, referring to her pain level, Uh, But you learn how to push through that five and make life workable and sometimes enjoyable. Well, fast forward six years later, and my pain doctor retires, and the DEA CDC guidelines start ramping up, and a new doctor has inherited me. You already know where this is going. Unfortunately, pain management has become a risky business, and my new doctor is scared of me because she does not know me, so I must prove myself all over again. Due to the guidelines I endured, more unnecessary procedures and organ removal, so even though it was time to up me, it never happened. So for 17 years, I've been at the same beginning 5-milligram dose, only now my body has incurred more damage. One of their surgeries damaged my prudential nerve, prudential nerve, I'm not sure I'm saying that correctly. Other surgeries removed my bladder, colon, uterus, all separate surgeries that I had to endure to prove myself. I am now in kidney failure, which never had to happen. My nephrologist has explained to me that if they had just honored the original agreement, I would not be in kidney failure. The oxycodone when taken correctly, is the least damaging thing to my organs. The off-label Lyrica. The Just Because deal. Hey, oh, what's this? Breakfast from Mickey D's. From me? Yep. Why? Because it's morning and you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot. 
There's a deal for every act of kindness at McDonald's. The steak, egg, and cheese bagel is back at McDonald's. Order ahead on the app and pick up curbside. Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required. Original agreement. Oh, I'm sorry. The off-label Lyrica, Amitriptyline, Topamax, Flomax, and the list goes on and on. Those medications were not necessary if they honored the original agreement, nor did any of those medicines help. They made me feel more sick. I lost my ability to live a full life. Oxycodone on its own never did that to me. I've never been high from any substance or medicine in my life, so I struggle with that concept. I don't drink alcohol, never really did, or smoke cigarettes. So this so-called high, I just don't understand it. I don't understand who would want to take opioids if you really did not need them. They have side effects too, but they but they are livable side effects compared to my pain conditions. I'm grateful for the medicine. The oxycodone saved my life and saved my family enormous grief from watching my suffering, but I gave away my free will. What I meant by that statement is before oxycodone, it was my pain on the bathroom floor. I owned it, but every day after I started oxycodone, it became their pain to play with like I was a lab rat. By there or them, I mean the government slash CDC. The government and CDC control it. They decide whether I'm in pain or not. At least on that floor in the bathroom, it was my free will. Now they own me like a piece of furniture. They can throw me out to the curb or be kind to me. The government tells my doctor whether I can spend Christmas with my family, whether I can celebrate my children's birthdays. It's pure ownership over my humanness. It's all up to them. Being under-medicated all these years with additional damage from surgeries to my body has my pain levels of fives. They are now sevens and eights because a promise was not kept. I used to have good and bad days. Now I just have bad days and worse days. I don't regret the medicine. It saved me then, but I do regret how easily a promise can be broken when it's about one of the most important things in your life, your health. It's not the doctor's fault. They are being bullied and are scared. The ones that stood up against the CDC guidelines would lose their licenses and practice We've all heard the stories about that happening. So free will, where does it stand now? So there you go. That was from Ambeth Coyle. And uh, God, that is heartbreaking. So like I said, I, I believe that was her calling yesterday. So I don't, I, I can't add anything, anything on the subject Uh having read that. So anyway, that is, uh, and there's more, but that's some of the uh, feedback that has come in from yesterday's show. And we will have read on again soon. I, I, th- I think we have them uh, tentatively scheduled for sometime in March. So, you know, I, you know, I don't, I don't want to let another, it had been a while. It had been at least maybe probably two years since the last time he had been on, but it's uh, such an important issue. So uh, we will move on to other things, but like I said, I wanted to share that with you. I thought it was important. Uh, 603-250-607 is a number if you'd like to join us. 603-250-6007.
Uh, Scott Perry is in the Facebook live chat and says, we apologize in regard to episode 50. It will be available for download Sunday, February 27 at 10 a.m. Uh, thank you uh, for your understanding. And Scott has invited me to uh, be interviewed on that episode. So I look forward to that on his uh, on Courtesy Call. That's the uh, name of the podcast. A great political podcast that comes out uh, every weekend. So I will be a guest on episode 50 of that. So looking forward to that. Uh, Isaiah Aline uh, joins us in the Facebook live chat and says, uh, hi, hey, everyone. Uh, Isaiah, of course, if you're not aware, he is a 2024 candidate for the presidency representing the Illuminati party. And he has uh, invited me to uh, consider being his running mate, his veep, if you will. Uh, and uh, today I received a, uh, I received an invitation to join an Illuminati group on the Facebook. I should probably, if I'm going to potentially be uh, running as a candidate in that party, I, I should learn a, a bit uh, about it. Uh, I don't know that much. Uh, I mean, I've heard Alex Jones talk about the Illuminati, but, uh, that's about, uh, that's about the extent of my knowledge and he makes it sound scary, but Isaiah makes it sound very nice and very pleasant. So, so that's good. Um, there is, I, I know that, uh, I believe at some point today, uh, the president is supposed to be speaking. Oh, did, did he already, uh. Did it already happen? May have already happened. The president was supposed to be speaking, uh, addressing the nation today on the, um, oh, it looks like it did already happen, on the uh, crisis with uh, Russia threatening to invade Ukraine. I think I have the audio of it here. Actually, here, I want to just, uh, let's uh, check this out. Pardon me if you've already seen it or heard it, but I have not. So I want to see what he had to say. Let's see here. Let's... I have been absolutely clear and consistent. The United States is prepared no matter what happens. We are ready with diplomacy to be engaged in diplomacy with Russia and our allies and partners to improve stability and security in Europe as a whole. And we are ready to respond decisively to Russian attack on Ukraine, which is still very much a possibility. For all the events of the last few weeks and months, this has been our approach, and it remains our approach now. So today, I want to speak to the American people about the situation on the ground, the steps we've taken, the actions we're prepared to take, and what's at stake for us and the world, and how this may impact on us here at home. For weeks now, <clears throat> together with our allies and partners, my administration has engaged in nonstop diplomacy. This weekend, I spoke again with President Putin to make clear that we are ready to keep pursuing high-level diplomacy, to reach written understandings among Russia, the United States, and the nations of Europe to address legitimate security concerns, if that's his wish, their security concerns and ours. President Putin and I agreed that our team should continue to engage toward this end, along with our European allies and partners. Yesterday, the Russian government publicly proposed to continue the diplomacy. I agree. We should give the diplomacy every chance to succeed. And I believe there are real ways to address our respective security concerns. The United States has put on the table concrete ideas to establish a security environment in Europe. 
We're proposing new arms control measures, new transparency measures, new strategic stability measures. These measures would apply to all parties, NATO and Russia alike. We're willing to make practical result-oriented steps that can advance our common security. We will not sacrifice basic principles, though. Nations have a right to sovereignty and territorial integrity. They have the freedom to set their own course and choose with whom they will associate. But that still leaves plenty of room for diplomacy and for de-escalation. That's the best way forward for all parties, in our view. We'll continue our diplomatic efforts in close consultation with our allies and our partners. As long as there is hope of diplomatic resolution that prevents the use of force and avoids incredible human suffering that would follow, we will pursue it. The Russian Defense Minister reported today that some military units are leaving their positions near Ukraine. That would be good, but we have not yet verified that. We have not yet verified the Russian military units are returning to their home bases. Indeed, our analysts indicate that they remain very much in a threatening position. And the fact remains, right now, Russia has more than 150,000 troops encircling Ukraine and Belarus and along Ukraine's border. An invasion remains distinctly possible. That's why I've asked several times that all Americans in Ukraine leave now before it's too late to leave safely. It is why we have temporarily relocated our embassy from Kyiv to Lviv in western Ukraine, approaching the Polish border. And we've been transparent with the American people and with the world about Russia's plans and the seriousness of the situation so that everyone can see for themselves what is happening. We have shared what we know and what we're doing about it. Let me be equally clear about what we are not doing. The United States and NATO are not a threat to Russia. Ukraine is not threatening Russia. <clears throat> Neither the U.S. nor NATO have missiles in Ukraine. We do not, do not have plans to put them there as well. We're not targeting the people of Russia. We do not seek to destabilize Russia. To the citizens of Russia, you are not our enemy. And I do not believe you want a bloody, destructive war against Ukraine, a country and a people with whom you share such deep ties of family, history, and culture. Seventy-seven years ago, our people fought and sacrificed side by side to end the worst war in history. World War II was a war of necessity. But if Russia attacks Ukraine, it would be a war of choice or a war without cause or reason. I say these things not to provoke, but to speak the truth, because the truth matters. Accountability matters. If Russia does invade in the days and weeks ahead, the human cost for Ukraine will be immense. And the strategic cost for Russia will also be immense. If Russia attacks Ukraine, it will be met with overwhelming international condemnation. The world will not forget that Russia chose needless death and destruction. Invading Ukraine will prove to be a self-inflicted wound. The United States and our allies and partners will respond decisively. The West is united and galvanized. 
Today, our NATO allies and the alliance is as unified and determined as it has ever been. And the source of our unbreakable strength continues to be the power, resilience, and universal appeal of our shared democratic values. Because this is about more than just Russia and Ukraine. It's about standing for what we believe in, for the future we want for our world, for liberty, for liberty, the right of countless countries to choose their own destiny, and the right of people to determine their own futures, or the principle that a country can't change its neighbor's borders by force. That's our vision. And toward that end, I'm confident that vision, that freedom, will prevail. If Russia proceeds, we will rally the world to oppose its aggression. The United States and our allies and partners around the world are ready to impose powerful sanctions on export controls, including actions that did not, we did not pursue when Russia invaded Crimea in eastern Ukraine in 2014. We will put intense pressure on their largest and most significant financial institutions and key industries. These measures are ready to go as soon and if Russia moves. We'll impose long-term consequences. We'll undermine Russia's ability to compete economically and strategically. And when it comes to Nord Stream 2, the pipeline that would bring natural gas from Russia to Germany, if Russia further invades Ukraine, it will not happen. While I will not send American servicemen to fight in Ukraine, we have supplied the Ukrainian military with equipment to help them defend themselves. We provided training and advice and intelligence for the same purpose. And make no mistake, the United States will defend every inch of NATO territory with the full force of American power. An attack against one NATO country is an attack against all of us. And the United States' commitment to Article 5 is sacrosanct. The Just Because deal. Hey, oh, what's this? Breakfast. From Mickey D's? From me? Yep. Why? Because it's morning and you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot. There's a deal for every act of kindness at McDonald's. The steak, egg, and cheese bagel is back at McDonald's. Order ahead on the app and pick up curbside. Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Already, in response to Russia's buildup of troops, I've sent additional U.S. forces to bolster NATO's eastern flank. Several of our allies have also announced they'll add forces and capabilities to ensure deterrence and defense along NATO's eastern flank. We will also continue to conduct military exercises with our allies and partners to enhance defensive readiness. And if Russia invades, we'll take further steps to reinforce our presence in NATO reassurance are for our allies and deter further aggression. To be clear, 
If Russia decides to invade, that would also have consequences here at home. But the American people understand that defending democracy and liberty is never without cost. This is a cause that unites Republicans and Democrats. And I want to thank the leaders and members of Congress of both parties who forcefully spoken out in defense of our most basic, most bipartisan, most American principles. I will not pretend this will be painless. There could be impact on our energy prices. So we are taking active steps to alleviate the pressure on our own energy markets and offset raising prices. We're coordinating with major energy, con energy consumers and producers. We're prepared to deploy all the tools and authority at our disposal to provide relief at the gas pump. And I'll work with Congress on additional measures to help protect consumers and address the impact of prices at the pump. We are not seeking direct confrontation with Russia, though I've been clear that if Russia targets Americans in Ukraine, we will respond forcefully. And if Russia attacks the United States or our allies through asymmetric means, like disruptive cyber attacks against our companies or critical infrastructure, we are prepared to respond. But we're moving in lockstep with our NATO allies and partners to deepen our collective defense against threats in cyberspace. Two paths are still open. For the sake of historic responsibility, Russia and the United States share for global stability, for the sake of our common future, to choose diplomacy. But let there be no doubt, if Russia commits this breach by invading Ukraine, responsible nations around the world will not hesitate to respond. We do not stand for freedom where it is at risk today will surely pay a steeper price tomorrow. Thank you. I'll keep you informed. All right. Well, there you have it. And uh, we have been joined uh, also uh, a, a great uh, statesman. Uh, Glenn R.J. Willett is at the news desk. The people's mayor. Glenn, uh, by the way, I heard uh, rumors uh, that uh, our uh, fair city of Manchester might be invading Goffstown. Uh, can you confirm? Why would they do that? Well, I, I don't know. No, I have not. Maybe heard. we're I think we're going to annex them. No, I don't. OK, think. that's just an ugly rumor I heard. Well, how are you today? I'm fine. A little bit warm, but the wind's starting to pick up again. Yes, yes, it is windy. Uh, Dirk Don in the uh, Facebook live chat says, I do find war to be very possible considering Russia and China don't like it when they look like cucks. Are you familiar with that term, uh, Glenn or Jay Willette? No, but I'm, I'm gathering I know what it means. Well, you, you know, the uh, men who look weak. Mm-hmm. Who look yes. uh, servile, yes. even. And yes. remember that they, when the Olympics... You, you know, like Ted Cruz. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, yes. yes. go yes. ahead. Yes. When the Olympics opened, they did something with the Olympics that we, we, that's not allowed since they started way back, well over 100 years, whenever they started the Olympics. They're not supposed to involve politics. They held a Russian-Chinese summit, and they called it the Olympic Summit. That was wrong. Uh, because it, the Olympics belongs to the world. What uh, did uh, Putin uh, Putin meet with uh, Xi yes, Jinping right before they opened? But an hour before they opened, and they oh. made all these things. And well, and they do that anyway. They don't like each other, but they're right. They're oh, they're well. guiding each other's back because the I forget who who, who the president of China is, but Xi Jinping Xi Jinping made it very clear that if he's allowed to invade, um, 
Ukraine. Ukraine, then he would be allowed to invade Taiwan, and that's where it begins. We can't allow that. Yeah, because it, 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 it's it's too much of a showing of what why we went to World War II to begin with. Well, uh, what do you think of uh, John Hopwood? Uh, says he, at least as of last week, the last time he was here, he was uh, saying. He really does not believe that uh, there's any chance of Russia invading, that Putin is just uh, saber-rattling to get something. It's a lot of money to spend to take all his forces out of their bases and bring and the equipment. The equipment is what's expensive. Moving people around is not so bad. But all this equipment, heavy equipment yeah, and, 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 and uh, bombs and all that stuff, you know, uh, for war, preparing for war, that costs a lot of money. Why would he do that? Right. I'm sorry. I don't trust the man. Mm-hmm. And if, if, if I'm hoping that the world, which they're trying to make it, especially NATO and uh, other countries that are not even in NATO are saying, no, this is not going to happen. And if it is, there will be a, a, a punishment for it. We don't have to go to war with Russia. Uh, I think that the, um, the, uh, what Biden is doing is correct. And the only sad thing about it is that the Republicans should be there. They know what's going on and they're not in favor of Russia going to war. Yet today we hear that the Senate is creating its own bill for sanctions. Why can't they get along and get together and do it together? Is this supposed to be America, uh, 50 states and some territories mm-hmm. or one United States, many states, but one United States was supposed to be united. We're not united. We're divided. Yes. And an important issue like this, we should not be divided. Politics aside, this is too important. Oh, I agree. I agree. Uh, well, it, it continues to be very interesting uh, to to watch all of this unfold. I mean, it is. Um, it was interesting, Biden saying, so maybe this is part of what uh, Putin wanted ultimately was just for Biden to publicly say a public assurance that uh, NATO will never invade Russia you know, Putin, I think... He's doing it at a very expensive account. Well, I think he... But I think Putin wants, you know, some sort of an off-ramp, something that he can take to the Russian people, where apparently he's been declining in popularity and say, look what I got. You, you, know. can't, you can't really do that in, in, in a society, in a world, in a global world. Uh, if you want to... if you if It is a global if, world, yes. that's true. Unless if, you're a flat earther, of course. Yeah. <laughs> if the people of any nation... Votes for democracy, that's their right. If they vote to join nature, that's their right. If they vote to be communism, that's their right. Dictatorship, it's all their rights. But who are we as Americans or any other nation to say, oh, go ahead and invade? Yeah. Sorry. First of all, it would take a long, long time before Ukraine became a member of NATO. And, and, uh, and you have to remember that the reason why NATO expanded, like in Hungary and in Poland, for example, which is close to uh, Russia, was because Russia was invading, remember, Georgia and a couple other countries. Mm-hmm. Now, what's that? They took, they took the peninsula where the, where the uh, docks are. What was the name of that in, in Ukraine? There's a name for that county, for that state. Well, they took uh, Crimea. Crimea. But above that, it starts with a D. Oh, the, uh, is it Donbass? Is that how you pronounce <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, something like that. They, 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 they didn't take it over, but it's pretty damn close. They're, 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 they're in there. They brought in all the military stuff on the border, not at that border, but the border of that and Ukraine. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
it's already started and it needs to stop because if we don't stop Putin, how are we going to stop Ming Chaming, whatever his name is? Uh, sorry, racist, Glenn. Uh, Xi Jinping? Xi Jinping. Well, yes. it's not racist, it's, uh, if I can't you, pronounce it. You, you called him Chow Ming. Well. <laughs> how dare you? It's 2022. Uh, I'm sure he knows how to make Chow Ming. Are you, oh, <laughs> oh, 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 doubling down on the uh, yikes. Mm -hmm. Look at Joe Rogan over there. You, you, you've never had Charmaine? You're, okay, Glenn. <laughs> Reel it in, buddy. Don't want you getting canceled now. This is America. Well, I, I, I understand, but uh, you're getting into a little, you're getting in over your head with the food. No, there. I don't think so. All right. Uh, Ooh. Why should we allow these two giants, and they are giants, I'm not going to deny that, these two giants of countries decide that they're going to do everything they can Take more property, like Asia, uh, 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 China made bases in the middle of the of the oceans. Yes, and claims now that you got to be two hundred miles from that. But wait a minute, you created those, you filled in that area of the ocean. Yeah, that's your problem. That they're, did not come in front of the United Nations, the global network, and agree with that. Yeah, they're man-made islands. That's effectively, right. and yeah, they're used as bases. So, so they threaten. They don't only threaten Korea, but they also North Korea, or South Korea. I mean, but they also threaten Japan, mm -hmm. and we can't allow that. And the Philippines, you you can't allow that. I always like the way you say Philippines. Well, I'm not a Filipino, but I do a lot of friends in the Philippines. I like where you put how, the accent. How do you it's, pronounce it's it? Philippines. 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 But you pronounce it Philippines. Yeah. And I just well, think that's I think that's fun. I, th I think it's my French accent. Yes. Yes. All right. Let's, uh, we are past the top of the hour, well past, actually. Let's take a quick break. I'm going to play that song uh, that Dirk recommended to me. Uh, he said, uh, actually, let me read the message. Uh, I want to make sure I, I get it right. What he uh, said about this when he suggested. Uh, the song is High Tech Hate by Fear Factory. Uh, he said, uh, there's a song that resonates more and more, especially with the growing threat over Ukraine, uh, from 1998's Obsolete album, uh, Dino wrote the song Warning of Nuclear Warfare called High Tech Hate. Uh, it's the anger and anxiety you can hear in Burton's voice that brings the message. So, And uh, I like Fear Factory, so let's mm -hmm. give let's that a listen. And, uh, and then we're going to show some love to our amazing sponsors. And then we will be back with our number two numero dose of Matt Connerton Unleashed. Don't go anywhere. Glenn R.J. Willett, the people's mayor. Is I'm not it, going anywhere. Is that the news desk? And he's not going, what did What did you say? You're not going anywhere? I'm not going anywhere. He's not going anywhere. Unless you throw me out. <laughs> nah, I wouldn't do that. You're, you're, the, you're the people's mayor. Oh, that doesn't mean I can't be thrown out. <laughs> well, I, I suppose. I suppose. All right, we'll be back. More to come.
Welcome back, everybody. We are well in our number two numero dos of Matt Connerton Unleashed. And we are live from the studios of WMNH 95.3 FM in glorious downtown Manchester, New Hampshire. Also on Comcast 97 if you're in Manchester. And hello to all of our online listeners across the nation and around the globe. You can go to my website, mattconnerton.com, for all of your live streaming options, social media links, contact info, show archives, etc., etc. Today is... Tuesday, February 15, 2022. Glenn R.J. Willette, the people's mayor, is here at the news desk. And I just sent out that song to West Africa. You sent a song to West Africa? To my youngest son. He must think that daddy's crazy. Wow. (laughs) Well, I do have a variety of music, so. Mm -hmm. Well, we're never going to survive unless we get a little... Crazy. That's right. You should uh, you should perform so, that song. That'd be great. I couldn't do it. It's too well, much. Oh, I don't know. I, it's a lot of uh, screaming and... Not really. Well, it, it's... <laughs> I don't know It's what, a high pitch and... Not really. No? No. You don't not, think so? No, I think you can do it. I think uh, I think you... Uh, you remind me of Seal, actually. Uh, I'm kidding, of course, but... Uh, do you recognize this? <clears throat> What are you uh, holding up there? Oh, it's a phone. Yes, I have seen those. Do, I have one. Do you recognize that? No. What am I looking at? Well, that's how he's getting you. What do you mean? He's getting you live through this site. Yeah? In Africa. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Well, we are truly... Uh, that's it's, the great thing about the internet. It's, we, a, it's, a, it's a Facebook international uh, center that picks up all the radio stations around the world. We are heard all over the world. And uh, hello, Africa. So say hello to Andy. Uh, hello, Andy, and uh, the rest of Africa. It's very nice, very nice. We are transcontinental. I do want to remind you all, of course, that we are proudly sponsored by the Hopknot in the Brady Sullivan, right across the street at 1000 Elm Street. Don't go there today. Monday and Tuesday is their weekend, but they are open Wednesday through Sunday. Thursday nights, they have trivia night. They've got live music Friday night. Uh, they've got events on the weekend. And on Monday... Of next week, we will be joined in studio by Kenny of the Hopknot. Uh, you know, the Hopknot is a, a black-owned business, and I did say to Kenny, it'd be nice to get you in. You know, it's been a while, first of all, since you've been on, and um, it'd be nice to get you in before the end of Black History Month. So uh, Kenny agreed, and he will be here on Monday, so we look forward to that. Uh, let's see. Um also, hello to, of course, uh, Mike Pelopita from Queen City Cabinetry. Uh, he's usually listening. He's a big supporter of all the shows here at WMNH. And, of course, uh, CGI Business Solutions, the OG of WMNH sponsors. They've been here uh, since the beginning. Do you know what OG means, uh, Glenn? The young people say that. You're you're a young, hip cat. Geo. Geo? No, no, no I didn't say that. So, I said Geo. G- oh, Geo? Geo. What does that mean? Is that The like- opposite of... OG. Right. Okay. I didn't know if that was like French or something. No. Do you know what OG means? No. What is well, it? You, you'll just have to look it up. Oh, well, I'll have to look it up. You'll just have to look it up. Do you know what sus means? Sus? Sus. S-U-S. What language are you speaking? I'm speaking English. That's uh, Sus means- I'm, I'm speaking American. Sus sounds like a word that means you're you're sassing someone. It's short for suspect. Oh, suspect. Isaiah, Isaiah Aline oh. in the Facebook it's, live it's a, chat. It's a code. Isaiah says, I hope he realizes that assuming a Chinese person can make chow mein is sus, just canceling himself. 
Did you want to apologize <laughs> for that uh, comment, uh, Glenn R.J.? We'll let the people's mayor. Because no way. If we're going to pull off this invasion of Bedford, uh, we're going to. Why are you invading Bedford? You're going to need the. I thought it was uh, Golf Town. Now it's you. Bedford. I thought you didn't want to invade Golf Town. I don't want to invade anybody. All right. Should we invade Hooksit? No. Anybody. Well, it's just. Why it's, do you want to invade your neighbors? Uh, all I know is I see these troops amassing like we're getting ready to invade somebody. And I, I, I just assumed it was under your direction. No. Who you made want, you the general? You are the people's mayor. But I'm no, not a, no, no one I'm, made me the general. With this hair, I'd have to cut my hair. Maybe the maybe in, so-called people's mayor, but I'm not going to invade. I'm not interested in Running people's lives. Uh, Michael Albert is asking in the chat room, how do you impeach the people's mayor? Can we impeach you, uh, Glenn? Is that, no, I was is never that, elected. Is that possible? <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. You can't. That's a good point, uh, Glenn. You were <laughs> never elected now that you mention it. You only impeach people that are elected. Mm-hmm. Uh, hello uh, to our friend Bill Muckler in the Facebook live chat who says, greetings from South Florida. Very good. Uh, Tom Blanchard says, I think he must need a lozenger after that song. Uh, referring, of course, to uh, Fear Factory. Yes, I agree. Obsolete, or uh, not obsolete, uh, High Tech Hate. It's from the album uh, Obsolete. And how long was that song? About four minutes. Oh, it's not longer than any other song, though. Oh, actually, close, well, about four and a half minutes, yeah. Okay, that's not bad. Uh, Dirk Don uh, in the Facebook live chat from the great state of Iowa and, of course, the Arrogant Media YouTube channel, as well as Java Fog, he's the one who suggested the song. He says, with Burton, Burton Cummings, the uh, former singer, out of Fear Factory, I hope Dino is able to have more Fear Factory songs uh, pulled off that well. Yeah. Um, Mel McMell says, uh, ah, this is a song I used to sing my kids to sleep. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Boy, it's kind of loud. You should uh, sing that to Andy. Sing him to sleep. Uh, he's too old to be to be sung to sleep. I understand. <laughs> he's not a kid anymore. He has a message for you, though. Oh, what's his message? He says, tell Matt, every time he goes live on the air, I receive an automatic notification on my phone. That is wonderful. I'm very glad to hear that. Yes. Well, I, I'm not. That's possible. I'm not. Denying, but I was surprised that he said that. I didn't know he was listening to you that often. Well, he's uh, he's got great taste in talk radio. I guess you're making an impression. I guess so. Uh, speaking of impressions, Isaiah says, I'm also working on establishing my own modern churches here in the United States and someday across the globe. Check out our page for more information, Church of Illuminati. Oh, I've heard that mm -hmm. word before. Yeah, you just heard me say it. No, but I've heard it before. It's not... Not, it's not uh, not uncommon to well, me. I've heard you, it. You've heard Alex Jones say it, but he usually pronounces it Illuminati. Oh, really? Are you in the Illuminati? Is he making it sound like his best? Uh, it sounds like that. Yes, I am so out of practice. I used to do a pretty good Alex Jones impression. Really? Not, not that there's anything special about that. It's one of those impressions most people can do. So it's a little bit hack. So I probably uh, shouldn't bother with it. I, I, I'd say something about him, but I want I don't want to create any enemies. I'll keep it to myself. Oh, my. Well, this is the show for it. And you've already insulted uh, the Chinese people today. No, I have not. And did not insult the Chinese you people. You should clear that up. Cha Meng is not an insulting thing. It's a it's a it's a it's a stifle. It's a staple of food there, as it is here in America. We eat it all the time. That's right. It's very inexpensive to eat. So it sells a lot. Uh, OK, very, uh, fine. Fine. Uh, Easy G says that music was awful. Eric didn't like it, but you liked it. Well, I didn't hate it. It's not something I would play 24-7. My ears would pop out of my 
out of my brain. Well, you said when it <laughs> when it started, though. You said you liked it. Yeah, I liked the side the uh, the special effects and the yeah. music. You like the metal? I like some of it. Yeah, I uh, do. Uh, Dirk Don says I love Alex Jones's voice. Yeah, I used to I used to do an impression of him, but uh, then it hurt my throat. Remember that? Remember that, Glenn? Well, you weren't born to do his impression. I guess not. <laughs> um. <laughs> Now, uh, a couple uh, things in the uh, chat room, by the way, regarding uh, the subject uh, we were discussing earlier, which was based on the uh, long-form discussion that we had yesterday about um, opioids, and our friend uh, Red Lahern uh, joined us. I just want to make sure I get these in. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, I'm backing up here because I think I lost. Uh, I think I lost something. Mel had written something. Uh, let me, let me see if I can find it. Here's a shorter comment that she had written. She said, lots of people get, uh, blanked when these laws were put in effect with no thought to people taking these medications. Yep, exactly. That's uh, a huge part of the problem. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jenny said the Senator we talked about on air who helped us change the laws on long-term care has announced, uh, state Senator Tom Sherman, a Democrat from Rye, is forming an exploratory committee to look into a possible run for the corner office at the state house. Oh my goodness! Oh, that's the governorship. Yes, yes. And what party does he belong to? Not that it matters. But... He, he is a Democrat. Okay. Oh yeah, that's that's the he's a senator, right? Yes. Yeah, I saw that today state, in the news. State senator. Yeah, yeah, I saw that in the news. Well, there has to be some competition somewhere. Yes, absolutely. Um. Mel had written a longer comment, but I can't find it now. Oh, Andy is in the uh, Facebook live chat. Hello, Andy. Oh, is he talking to you? He's in the chat room. He says hi. Somebody tell Jenny hi, but he can tell him. He can tell her himself. That's that. Because she's online too, isn't she? Yes, she yeah. is. Absolutely, absolutely. So, how you doing there, Andy? We're doing without a phone call today. <laughs> wow. He says, uh, hearing my dad's voice. How are you guys doing? Does it sound different on radio? It's not like this is new to him. To who? (laughs) To to Andy. It is. He's used to hearing you on the show. Yeah, but he does it through the phone call. He says, I'm fine. Thank God. (laughs) Yes, thank God. Well, there you go. There you go. And Jenny says hi to Andy. Welcome to America, Andy. Well, the closer you're going to get for now. (laughs) Right, right. What's the uh, status of that? Of all of that? Uh, we're registering him. I'm registering him uh, next week. Sign the process to register him to, for SNU. Uh-huh. Once he's registered and he takes his courses and he's accepted. And uh, I find the funding for the first semester, which I'm looking for now. Then uh, we they will send him a letter. So when he applies for an educational visa, he'll have he'll have the he'll have the Evidence that he has applied and been accepted to go to school there. All right. So I'm hoping that in July I can go there, spend a few weeks, and uh, at SNU? No, in West Africa. Oh, I see. Yes. And and uh, in turn come back home with my younger son. And uh, what about your other son, Rahman? Uh, I don't want to say that in front of Andy, but I'll I'll say it. Oh my goodness. There are no secrets. Oh. Uh, uh, I'm in the process of. Um, Buying a 100-acre farm with a house on it, farmhouse, and uh, it, which grows vegetables. The uh, people that own it now, the husband has died, and the, the uh, wife cannot take care of it herself. 
And so we're taking it over. And uh, for $2,000, it buys the whole thing because the value there is $2.5 million and the $2,000 is $2 million. So the other ha- uh, 500 comes from somebody else, which is a small minority. Uh, so uh, I would spend a month, a couple of months at a time in the winter to go over there and help them out and have a place to stay. Ah, well, it'd be like Green Acres. Why? Green Acres does that? Well, Green Acres he has his own farm. On, on but... a farm, yes. I think that'd be fun. But it was in America. That would be a great reality show. And I would can it? picture you with a pitchfork. It's not, it's not, it's not that. You're going to bail some hay? No. It'd be great. Maybe, but I don't know. I think Uh, it'd be good for you. It'd be good for your health. We're going to be growing, pretty much growing vegetables. You're going, oh. What about cows? You're going to have some cows? No, no. It's going to be. I can picture you milking some cows. Yeah, I'm sure. I have before, but it's, it's. it's, Of course you have. It's a, um, it's a farm for vegetables. It's a farm to make money. Uh huh. It's for my son so he can survive. You can't make money with cows? Well, you can, but. You can chop them up and make burgers. Cost a lot. You're funny. Costs a lot less to uh, grow vegetables. Oh, okay. And you can harvest them twice a year there because it's there's no snow there. It doesn't freeze. Uh-huh. So you get two crops instead of one. Oh, okay. Well, that's uh, I think that's great. You're getting into agriculture. That well, is... I was, my father was kind of a farmer. Uh, Andy says a farm. Oh, that's news to him, isn't it? Uh, apparently. <laughs> wow. Breaking the news. The secret is out, son. Wow. Wow. Breaking news. Well, it's not done yet, so don't get worried. You're coming here to be a lawyer. He wants to be a farmer, so I'm trying to make your wishes come true. Uh-huh. Uh, Christopher Allen Zabayo. I'm sure I said that wrong, Christopher. I apologize. He says, watching now from Singapore. Hey, that's fantastic. So, hello. You are global. Yes, absolutely. Well, that's the thing about the internet. Isn't Uh, it? Nothing is truly local anymore because you can can, uh, build an audience uh, anywhere, all over the world. Even even the economy now is global. I mean, you you need everybody else. The economy. I like how you say that even better than the way you say Philippines. (laughs) Tell us about the economy of the Philippines, uh, Glenn R.J. Ouellette. I don't know much about the economy, but it works. Because we need something just, for the economics. There's uh, a segment. lot of poor people who live in the Philippines, though. Yes, yes. A lot of poor people. So I'm sure they could use a, they could have a better economic. What? Plan. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. Well, maybe we should invade the Philippines. Uh, why would you want to do that? Well, after we're done invading uh, Bedford, Hooksett, and uh, Goffstown. My God, you begin to sound more like a dictator. I am. <laughs> I uh, Look, I just want to... Uh, well, so the other night, uh, Jenny and I watched uh, the Seinfeld episode where they're playing a game of Risk. Yep. Uh, Newman and uh, Kramer. So, uh, you know. Now, uh, Andy is asking in the chat... Uh, Dad has never been in the Philippines. What is he talking about? Is that true, Glenn? You've never actually been to the Philippines? No, I haven't. The just because deal. Hey, oh, what's this? Breakfast from Mickey D's. From me? Yep. Why? Because it's morning and you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot. There's a deal for every act of kindness at McDonald's. The steak, egg, and cheese bagel is back at McDonald's. Order ahead on the app and pick up curbside. Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. The only place I've been outside of uh, America and Canada is uh, Africa. Well, I've been to London now. But uh, my, my, my trip went on my way to Africa was the, my first outside of the uh, North America. And I enjoyed it, so I'm going to do it more often. I think he was uh, confused because you seem to know so much about the... Uh, I do because the, I have a lot of friends in the Philippines that watch my show. The, the How did you say it? The economy of the Philippines? I know a lot about the uh, uh, Philippines. Not as much as I should, I guess. But, right. Well, we but have, I know enough to get by. We should all know more. We, that's, that's right. Let's take a trip. Educate. Are, are you planning on let's going? All, let's all go to the Philippines together. Take Jenny with you. It's a lovely place. Yes, you, me, Jenny, and uh, Andy. We can all go together. You're going to go pick up Andy on your private jet? We'll, we'll stop and we'll <laughs> we'll pick him up and uh, it'll be great. But this time around, I'm going not by way of London. I'm going by way of France. Uh-huh. Because Air France, I can connect Air France from Manchester, and this is how it's done. Uh, Southwest goes to Washington, D.C., and Air France flies out of Washington, D.C. And, and I think Andy's picking on you a little bit. What's he saying? He's saying, economy in dad's voice. <laughs> <laughs> economy. The economic. Economic. Is yes. it economic or? Economic. You can call it, you, I have an accent. So when you, when you say it with an E, you say it correctly. But when you say it with the ah, you say yeah, it, the you economic. Say, you say it funny. Oh, see, there you go. You just yeah. said it right. But you know, that's that's the comedy in me. You know, that's it's fun. the comedy in you. It's Gl- fun. Glenn R. J. Willett, you are a sheer comic genius. Well, I wouldn't say that. But... I think instead of the People's Mary, you should be the People's Comic. Yeah, well, and I want to see you on America's Got Talent. Will, will you? Well, no. And you'll win the whole no. thing. Will you come to my first? And you'll uh, be famous. Comedy show? I want to see you opening for Jerry Seinfeld. You're doing a comedy show for real. I plan on doing some of it this summer. Oh, I was kidding. Um, you were, you really no, are doing yeah, a comedy show. Well, coming out with the album, and then uh-huh. I plan on doing some of that. Uh, give us a sampling of some of your. What, I, what kind no, of humor is it? Observate? I'm not. You already know what my humor is. I, I'm not giving it up now. I uh, imagine you as a prop comic. Uh, tell me if I'm if I'm on the right track. I would. Uh, I, I can imagine you uh, smashing watermelons like Gallagher. No, I, I, I can be a, I could be a very good political comedy. Yeah. Oh, what? so you're, you're going to do political humor? That too. I was imagining like, uh, you know, I mentioned Seinfeld, maybe like a Seinfeld thing. Like, uh, you know, you could be like, uh, you know, uh, what is uh, with all the chow mein? I don't understand. <laughs> well, that can be political. Sure, you don't want to apologize for that. No, why would I? Uh, no reason. It's, it's a. I didn't. I didn't insult sure. the people no. or or the government. I talked right. about the food. It's I understood. Yes. Uh, Andy says, "Ask Dad who bought him that white power bank he's using right now." Uh, oh, <laughs> but don't read the comment aloud. <laughs> he sees it. Andy, you got to put the "don't read the comment aloud" at the front of the sentence, not at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Who bought you that white power bank? That's uh, a gift from my son. Mm. But oh. let me go back to that. He wants to play that game. Yes. Where'd the money come from? <laughs> ah. Where did it come from? 
Well, I provide the money. Oh, okay. Well, he does do some errands there, and he gets paid for that. So that could be that too. I'm not. I'm just. I'm just. I'm not trying to. Uh, let's just leave it at that. What a great dad you are. <laughs> let's just keep it at that. And a, a, a future farmer. Yeah, Andy, you gonna work on the farm in the winter? I thought he's gonna be a lawyer. Yes, it means he's not gonna work on the farm. He's gonna visit the farm, I'm sure. Daddy Glenn, uh, he says, uh, Daddy Glenn R.J. Willette is absolutely jack of all trades and master of none. I am. I admire him so much for that. You haven't mastered anything, Glenn, please. Who wants to master anything? Well. You think I haven't mastered anything? I've mastered something, but I'm not a, a, did he say master of none? Yeah, master of none. I think because that's how it goes, right? Mm -hmm. You want me to say you're That uh, is how the expression goes, yes. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Hey, Matty, it's Paul. Hey, Polly C from Polly C. Retro Spectrum Radio with Polly C. How are you? I'm doing well. I just turned my radio on and I heard uh, the people's mayor that were there with you. Yes. And I wanted to invite him to the show again a week from this Friday if he's available. I will check my schedule. Right now they have me working Friday and Saturday only. I'm off the rest six weeks at a time, so six days at a time. I will check and if I can... I'll try to have someone do my shift, and I'll do one of theirs, and it'll work out. All right, you're going to send me a Facebook text? Uh, I do, but you never respond to that stuff. <laughs> okay. Cause you can, because I don't know what a Facebook text is. But anyway, yes. So because you can tell. Let me know. Because you can tell when you, when you answer it, it kind of fills in that circle. Right, it fills in the circle. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay, so, yeah, just let me or let Matt know, one of us know, um, uh, if you're available for next week. And let us know before next week if you can. All I right, will. Handsome. I'll let you know by Saturday. Oh, very good. Okay. All right. That, that's all, all right. I needed. You guys have a great day. All right, and Paul, Don't, don't go you. away, though. I believe, oh. uh, I believe if you have a chance before you leave that there is a song that I think Paul might want to hear. <laughs> well, Paul, Paul doesn't have to be on the phone to listen. No, but he doesn't listen to, he doesn't respond to my texts and stuff like that, so he's not listening. Wait, I thought... <laughs> All right, so Glenn, you, you sent me a song that you want me to play right now? I did. Well, you don't have to play it right now, but I guess oh. if, he, if he's waiting, I guess you might want to play it right now. Well, sure. It, this is a new uh, song. I I, I mean, I, I, will anything that you send me top what we heard yesterday, which uh, was just this, outstanding? This will. I mean, I was in tears. Uh, I was so moved it's, uh, by yesterday's the, uh, performance. The time on this one is uh, 4.31. 4.31. That's what you go by. Did you send it already? Yeah. I, I don't have it. You have it under Matt. Uh, Let's see. Did I send it? Oh. Oh, I didn't send it to you on your other one. You want it on the other one? I want it on my personal uh, Facebook page, how I usually send Which is Matt Connaughton. Yes. Okay, I have it there. You already sent it? Yeah. Previously, you mean, or you sent it just now? I know. I sent it I sent it either last night or this morning. Oh. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I, I sent it at 1.07 p.m. today. <laughs> okay. All right. Let me uh, get the... Uh, you still there, Paul? I'm here. Yeah, all right. I'm, now, oh. I'm trying to open my Facebook messages again here. All right. Glenn R.J. Willette. Let's see. Boy, this is, uh, all right. Uh, they're loading. Boy, the Internet's running a little slow here. Oh, I must be busy today. Uh, must be. Just waiting for this to load. Okay, here we Bless go. You. How, how long is this one? Three minutes and 41 seconds? No, it's 
four minutes and 31 seconds. Four minutes. Oh, I got it. Okay, here it is. Wow, this is exciting. All right, let me click play on that. Here we go. More uh, vocal stylings of Glenn R.J. Willette. Didn't we? We got it together, didn't we? We definitely got our thing together, baby, don't we? Isn't it nice? I mean, really. When you really sit and think about it, isn't it really, really nice? And there's an orchestra behind you. I can easily feel myself slipping in more and more ways. That super world of my own, nobody but you and me. And me. And you. You and me. Here we go. Sing it, baby. We got it together, baby, so let's put it a try. Here we go. My first, my last, my everything, and the answer to all my dreams. Still there, Paul? I'm here. You're my sun, my moon, my garden light. My kind and wonderful, that's what you are. I know there's only, only one like you. There's no way they could have made two of us. God forbid. You're, you're all I'm making for. Your love, I'll keep you. Forevermore. Wow. You're the first. You're the last. My everything. Ooh, good vibrato. I pulled off that one. I found so many things. A love so new, only you could bring it on. Can't you see it's you? You make me feel this way. You're like a fresh morning dew on a brand new day. I see so many ways that I can love you till the day I die. You're my reality, yet I'm lost in your dream. You're the first, the last, in my everything. You're the first, you're the last, 
and my everything. You, you and me, baby. It's you. And it's me. And it's me. You are the first, the last, and my everything. Thank you for listening and watching. We'll let a large go global. <laughs> you are my everything, baby. Thank you. Yes, I like the way you uh, plug your show there in the song. What What did you think, uh, Paulie C? The voice of an angel? No, no, no. I couldn't hear him. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it was great. Trust me. What do you mean you couldn't hear me? The voice of an angel. <laughs> this man gargles with gold. No, honey, he sings. honey, honey. Well, that too. And lemon. No, I can't have lemon. Okay. Honey. honey I gargle and... with lavorous. Lavorous. Honey and uh, a green iced tea. Green iced tea. That's what I mix it with. I like the part where you go, do, 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 do. I make all the songs my own. That's the whole point, isn't it? And yeah, I, that's and, putting it mildly, yes. And, and now that I'm getting into it, I can have, like, I had fun with this song. Yes. I could hear the fun. Did you hear the fun, Paul? <laughs> I think you lost him. I think, Paul, are you gone? Are you there? Oh, yes, yes. I, I was asking you, did you hear the fun? Glenn was uh, having fun singing that song. I, I, You know, I really wish I could. I'm going to have to hear the playback now because if I would have gotten off the phone earlier to listen, I would have heard him. Oh. I know. He wanted to keep you on. Andy has the same issue. Uh-huh. Because I, I need to use a, a different phone. Right. Oh, maybe if you'd use a different phone, Paul. No, it's not possible. <laughs> The only thing is, I don't understand how Facebook and people like that, they're so smart that they can't have us do that, have more do more than one thing at a time. I can chew gum and do several things. Yeah, Facebook is stupid. You can do a lot more. I can hear him talking. You, what? You can hear me talking? How come I can hear you talking, but I couldn't hear you singing? Oh, because that's a different vibration according to Facebook. Right. Facebook... I don't know if you know this, Paul, but Facebook makes these different vibrations for different things. Now, they also own WhatsApp. And oh, for example, on, mm -hmm. yes, and on WhatsApp, I can record up to an hour of stuff and it plays. Yeah. On Facebook, oh my God, if I go beyond 15 minutes, they'd rather, they don't even want you to go five minutes. Know me that at one minute, they want to stop you. There's actually an, I don't know if you know this, Paul, there's actually an app you can download that makes all the vibrations the same. And then you can hear Glenn yeah, better. The WhatsApp what's app. Right? Yes, yes. It's, it's all. It's not called WhatsApp. I call it WhatsApp. It's what, WhatsApp? WhatsApp. Yes, yeah. yes. It aligns the vibrations it's, and your uh, chakras as well. It's my accent. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to download that. Oh, please do. You'll be glad you did. Oh, actually, uh, most of my music is on there, so yeah, it's a good way to do it. That's a great way to get glad. Yeah, you can't find him on Spotify. He's on WhatsApp. I can't go on Spotify because when you have other artists in the background, their music is one thing, but when they're actually singing, uh, they shut me off. You know they would. Well, plus you want to avoid that nasty Joe Rogan. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, I mean, you... you, you... Hey, uh, Matt, I love what you do. Keep up the good work. I'm going to listen. All have right. a good night. All right, Paul, thank you. Maybe Bye -bye. sometime uh, Paul can have his own radio show. He does. He does. He does so what's own... he talking about? He loves what you do. What, do you, what, he can't love what I do? Well, he can still love it, yes. Well, well good. He probably would like the politics a lot more than he thinks he does.
Now, uh, you think Tom Blanchard is suggesting how about a microphone? A microphone? Yes. Phone? Microphone. Well, he he doesn't say it that way. Well, of course he doesn't. Do you notice when I ever say it, when I, there's an R at the end or the beginning of a, uh, there's an E-R in a word. You hear, for example, I don't say everything. I say everything. I've never noticed that, Glenn. Oh, well, you bought, listen to my song. People say, what is that? It's an accent. Uh-huh. And it's pleasant because it, 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 it's a signature. Uh, Andy says, Daddy lost his voice in his 20s and found it in his late 60s. Just wow. Just killing it, Dad. I never lost my voice. I used to sing in a choir when I was in high school and in the church, so... I just haven't done it for a long time, and I'm bringing it back. You know what they say when you get older? You go back to your young days? Well, I'm going back to my younger days. Who says that? Well, you hear that a lot, people. You, you, people get seen on, they go back to their... That's not necessarily true, I don't think, but I, I'm enjoying <laughs> myself. Yes, we're enjoying you, Glenn. It's, it's not, well, I don't know about anybody else, but I'm enjoying it. We, we are enjoying you. It's, it's about people enjoying themselves. I would like it if at some point in the future you have uh, one of those uh, KTEL uh, collections that I can buy from an infomercial. I think that would be fun. You think I could do an infomercial? I, that'd be fun. Yes. Uh, Andy wants to call in all the way from Africa. Can you bring him up on your phone? He can just, he can just call me. If you want him to. That's literally what I meant, yes. Oh, well, you said Andy wants it. He's asking you, isn't he? Well, he's saying, let me call in. Okay, well, it's up to you. Your, well, it's your show. Well, yes. Okay, I, I, I will call him. Okay. Listen, I, I do have a question for you. Yes. I, I now have your Unleash account. Uh-huh. But I'm not getting the Facebook thing. What am I doing wrong? What are you doing? I don't understand. Well, you told me how to get you, and I did. Uh-huh. And now I have two accounts. I have your personal account and I have your business account. Yes. Is there another account just for Facebook? <laughs> I'm, I'm confused. Well, so, so you can't... People are responding to you on Facebook. Yes. How oh, do I do that? It's on the Matt Connerton Unleashed Facebook page. So you have to press Matt Connerton Unleashed Facebook page? Is that what you're going to do? Yeah, go to that page oh, and you'll wow. see the show. I didn't put Facebook page. That's why it didn't come up. Okay. Well, no, you just put Matt Connerton Unleashed. On. I did, and it didn't come up. That's very strange. They brought me back to your business account. Well, it is a business page, I guess. It's called business account on your thing. Okay, we'll go to that. I did. And I'm what not. happens? It brings me you, and I can send you stuff, but I don't I don't connect with the station itself, or I, uh, the Facebook section where people are, try, are, are responding. Try going to uh, WMNH 95.3. Try, try that page. It's, it's well, that I can do because it'll bring me what's going on right now. Well, you'll you'll see it there as well. All right. So let me make a phone call. Yes, this is great. We don't have much time though, so it'll yeah, have so. to be relatively brief. Uh, but uh, Glenn is uh, going to uh, call Andy on his uh, cell phone. While you do that, uh, we have a call on our studio line. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Hey, it's. Uh, Eric Filter, I wanted to do a little. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Eric, what a what a great job he's doing. <laughs> yes, yes, Eric Filter on his. Uh... Those movies that he's reviewing are so powerful. Yes, there's, there's a movie. I, I I'm going to be very brief, Matt, but there's a movie with uh, Marlon Brando. It came out in '68, Angie Dickerson. That's very close to the theme of. Um, oh, what's the nightmare? Um, Oh, the one with Rod Steiger. I'm sorry, I'm blanking on it, Matt. You know what I mean. In the heat uh, of the night? With Snoop Portman. 
What, what, Does that what, ring a bell? Say that again. It's uh, the movie um, was Sydney '68, I think, it came out '67. Sydney Portier and uh, Rod Steiger. Yeah, in, in the heat of the night. The heat of the night. Yeah, there's a very similar movie that came out in '68 with Marlon Brando that Eric probably knows, Angie Dickerson, and uh, it's it's classic. Brando plays a sheriff in the South. He should, he should take a look at that one, I think. Man, the reason I called, though, I know we got to go here in a minute. I wanted to say I did listen to the entire show yesterday with uh, Dr. Red. Can I say Dr. Yes. Red? Is that okay? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> and that was a very sophisticated, well-done show. And uh, uh, Jenny presented so well from some personal uh, experience. Mm -hmm. And um, so I, I support that. You know, I'm a drug and alcohol counselor. Um, I treat addiction, not, to, not well, dependency comes in there too, but that's another story. But my point is that the medical profession, not all, I don't want to overgeneralize, but many in the medical profession, as Dr. Red was pointing out so well and uh, with good research yesterday, along with the government overreach and ph big pharma, I mean, we need pharma, I get it, I get it, mm -hmm. but they're just there's they're so into power and money and deception, pure deception that as Jenny was saying so so articulately well yesterday in, in the in the uh, personal called in heartbreaking call yesterday, um, they they just uh, are are interested in power and money and profits and not real treatment. I mean, there's no excuse. Like you you mentioned, mom was cut off. I didn't know about that, but yeah, that is. That is so unethical, un, uh, you know, medically in, inappropriate and illogical, man. You know, yeah. it doesn't even make sense. Yeah, you know? absolutely. And, and for them, for people like Jenny was pointing out, to conflate uh, uh, addiction on the street with people who are trying to make money and, and they, they don't care about people they hurt uh, sure. with good medical practice is absurd, you mm -hmm. know, and it's wrong. It's unethical. So congratulations. That was a great program. Oh, thank uh, yesterday. you. Thank you. So, so moving. Well done. Oh, I appreciate and, uh, it. I mean, I, I contrast that with, uh, and I know we're both against 19. Hopefully everybody is. But um, with the monoclonal antibodies and um, Regeneron was the first one. But there, there, are, there is at least another monoclonal antibody set uh, set out there. But there, there's no real plan to get this to people quickly when they need it. I have a friend who, uh, an old colleague friend in, who lives in Arizona now, but who just lost his wife, 59 years old, man. She oh. was in great health, and, and she was in a hospital where a lot of bad things were going on there. The, the, the doctors weren't available. Nurses were confused about what was happening. Yeah. He was precluded from seeing her because they thought she had pneumonia, then she might have 19, though she, she didn't. She didn't uh, test positively for 19, and she and she died in January. Wow. Same time I was in the hospital, she's gone now. Yeah. So it, the medical profession needs to get its finger out of you know what and start to do better work here. I, I mean, and there are many good physicians. Obviously, I met them at Mass General, but uh, there there are many that just are not doing the job. And Doctor Red pointed that out so well yesterday that needs that message needs to get out there yeah yeah absolutely well uh, dad we are about out of time but uh, but thank you for yeah, the yeah. thank you for the the kind words about yesterday's show and and uh we'll be having him uh, back on in march for sure 
Oh, that's great, Matt. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he's right on top of reality and trying to help people. I love that, Matt. You know, yeah. Don't let people conflate real needs and real medical use of, of an opiate medication with uh, street drugs. That's crazy. Yeah, I agree. Well, I'll shut up, Matt. God bless you. That was a great program. Keep oh. up the good work, Matt. I love all you. All right, Dad. Thank you. Love you. Take care. Andy, you're going to have to keep it Take short because right, we only bye have bye. a couple of minutes left. So you're is, on. It, is, is Andy uh, on with us? He's on. Go ahead. So basically, I was trying to call normal call using my ear time, calling the number that was popping up on the, you know, on the page, on the live page. But you couldn't go through. I don't know why. I don't know. Just call it. Because it's long distance with a costume missed. Hmm. Well. No, but I have more than enough. So, but anyways, the show was so entertaining. Well, thank and, you. Uh, I had a peek on my dad because he does that to me all the time. So <laughs> I, I, I use this as a revenge. <laughs> oh, my. Wow. <laughs> wow. All right. Yeah, yeah. He peek on me all the time. And I'm like, all right, all right. Let me, let me just settle things and be even. But plus or minus, I really love my dad's energy. You know, yes. sometimes I can't really keep up with him because... He practices all the time, like over and over again, and yet still, his voice. Huh. <laughs> yes, well, anyway, he, he, he had, he's trying though. He is. He's he, trying. I, I like, always, I always really say. Pushes himself. Oh, he can't really hear me. Really pushing himself to perfection, although he's not one percent near perfection. But he really pushes himself. <laughs> so hope you get there someday. One percent. You're a one percenter, Glenn. How's that? <laughs> is, is that good or bad? I'm still, I'm still picking on you, though. That's funny. All no. right, we gotta, we gotta go. We gotta go. I'm truly one percent. We gotta go. The show's ending. Ninety percent. I'll talk to you all later. Right, all right. Thanks, Andy. I'm happy to be here, though. <laughs> all right. Love you. Uh, where I can't even see Jenny. I don't know where she is. She's home. She's home. She's not always oh, here. I thought she was yeah. at a show. All right, we gotta go. All right. Love you. All right, very, very good. All right, that was handy. Well, that was nice. It, it's funny. It, it didn't occur to me right away. It's like, oh, be, because he's on your phone, he can't actually hear me. We, we, have, we have to put our brains together and find a way to make that work. There's got to be a way. He could Skype in. Yes, he or, could. Or actually, we're that's free. Or, or we're connected on Facebook. He could uh, call me on Facebook, and we could bring him in that way on that same computer. If you do that, will it disconnect everybody else? What do you mean? When they... When they, when they, when they, no, text, no, no, it won't. Okay. No, I, if, if he calls me, if he does a Facebook call, I'll, I'll pick it up on the same computer that we Skype on. And so it'll, it'll be just like he's on Skype. So would that, he, would he, would he call you on your business account or on your personal account? Uh, my personal would work for that. It would work either one technically, okay. but now that, that'd be easier. Yeah. Cause yeah. Cause we're, yeah, he can just do that next All time right. and he can, he can just join us that way. All right. We got to go though. We are out of time. Glenn RJ will let the people's mayor. Thank you so Thanks much. Thanks for having me. Thank you to everybody who called in today, everybody in the Facebook live chat. If you miss any part of today's show, it will be up in just a little bit at WMNHradio.org and at my website, mattconnerton.com. Tomorrow on the show, speaking of Skype, Alex Whiteley, all the way from the UK, wow. will be uh, Skyping in. And we're going to talk about uh, mental health and kind of compare notes on some things. Uh, we have uh, some similar uh, struggles uh, in that realm. So I really look forward to talking with Alex and uh, that's going to do it for us for now. Talk to y'all later. Bye, everybody.
Au revoir, gracias. Did you know 77% of women who wear bladder weakness products experience intimate skin irritation? As if having incontinence wasn't stressful enough. But Tenna Intimate Pads have been gynecologist tested and do not cause skin irritation. Gentle on my intimate skin. I need to try Tenna Intimate Pads. Visit TennaSample.com for your free sample. Kind to skin protects like Tenna.